and welcome to the Style Foot Rugby Club podcast. Joining us this week, we have returning guest and saviour of the Rhinos, Mr. Steve Cullen. <laughs> uh, cheers, Dave. <laughs> I forgot all about the Rhinos. I'm sure Kilner's, uh, Kilner will uh, appreciate that, yeah. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I forgot all about that night. Or I tried to erase it for try to erase it from my memory. <laughs> hey, we know all about your yearly charitable donation. <laughs> um, first and foremost, mate, how have you been? How, how you know? How are you feeling? Are you enjoying the the restrictions easing, as it were, and the and the return to playing? Um, yeah. To, to be honest, it's it's it, 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 I. I moan about all the aches and pains and, and, and how much it hurts and all this sort of stuff, but uh, it is good just to get out and see other people, sort of not be confined within in your house, sort of thing. And I know, I know that I know that a lot of people have sort of relaxed on the rules for quite a while now, but um, it's 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 nice to see everything. I mean, just just on Saturday, um, went down for the training session. Obviously, didn't stay for the for the game, but. The cricket, the cricket club had two teams down there uh, playing on on their separate pitches. We had nearly thirty lads down training. The Swifts had people on. It was the, the town was packed. It was good to see everything sort of just getting back to to to, to some sort of normality, really. So yeah, to the point sure. where I'm gonna I'm gonna moan about it being too busy everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gonna go the other way now. Oh, it's too busy. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Fantastic. Um, so this week, mate, we've got kind of a, an intriguing pod, as it were, uh, in that this week you will be picking your all-time Starport 15 of players that you have played with. Um, and, and being as you're as old as father time, <laughs> you've played with quite an array of players. Um, and then offset to that, I'll be picking my Starport 15 of players I've played with and coached. Um, and then we'll be putting it out there, really, for the audience as to who they think would win, um, your, your team or mine. Yeah. Um, now, Do you know what? I, when you put this premise to me, I, I really have to stop and think. And, and I've even sort of I've even sort of gone over a few of the names. And I'm just thinking, oh... And then you remember someone else, and it just it, 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 it's 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 uh, it's thrown up a lot of questions, really. But uh, yeah, oh, it, it, do you know what? My, my hardest ones to pick were front row, but it was only when, as you say, only when you think about it. I was sat there and I was thinking, my God, we've had some good second row. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's really hard to narrow it down, um, but we have and we shall. Um, <laughs> So, kicking us off, then, bud. Um, who are your front row, and why have you selected them? Okay, I'm contra- it's controversial. I'm going to play a few lads out of position throughout the squad, really, to try and encapsulate everybody and bring everyone in. And I know he's probably going to hate it now, but um, because he is a tight head. But I think at loose head, I'm going to put uh, Stu Duncan. Um, yeah. I just, just, I, I, I think I've played with Stu now for about ten years, probably maybe a bit longer. Um, and regardless of his scrummaging, he's always he's always solid with his scrummaging. Um, and tight head when he does play tight head is is a 
is a horrible position to play. You know, mm. you, you you've got you've got a loose head coming into you and and the hooker as well. It's 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 not it's not an easy position to play at all. Um, but for me, I, I mean, I've played now. I've played loose head and tight head on, on on a handful of occasions, and I can barely walk. You know, at your scrummage and the, the 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 stress goes through your legs and all that, and you stand up and you, you're seeing stars. It's you know your legs feel like lead. Stew constantly throughout a game will just get from rook to rook to rook to rook, and he's still got enough in him to start moaning as well, which is brilliant. You know, it's it's <laughs> it, it, it's absolutely brilliant. But it's sort of it, it's an attitude, really, and 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 um, I guess you always know he's 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 always. Um, Come a Saturday, it's always going to be the same sort of performance. Unless he's pissed, it's always going to be the same sort of performance from him. You know, it's it's yeah. it's always committed. It's always dedicated. You know, it's it's great. Um, going to Hooker now, Hooker. I I I I I mean, I think if I'm going to pick a Hooker, I'm going to pick Carl's favourite, and I'm going to go for Rob Ancorn, just because when when he was. Uh, not as unfit as he is now, and not as injured as he injury prone as he always is. He was a pain in the arse and and ridiculously flexible as well. And I, I, I'm sort of an advocate of hookers hooking. Um, I think there's too much now where they put a third prop in and they just try and drive over. Mm-hmm. I, I like him. I mean, certainly at our level, I like him being able to upset everything that's going on. And Rob was excellent at that. And he was always, um, you know, he's always had a good, good, good line out as well. Um, and he is a pain in the ass. He is, and he and he's he's brave, really, and, and and always always a great great sort of tackler. And um, and then tight head, um, I'm going to put digger. Just because he, I, I always remember even even against like teams like Aldridge and things like that, who had an excellent front row. He was he's always been technically a brilliant scrummager. Yeah. Um, and he, if you can get him to um, see the ball uh, or sort of get up off the floor or whatever, he's actually a really useful ball carrier. And and and, and uh, when he's fit, when it, I mean. When he starts doing all his personal training sort of stuff, he's brilliant. He's brilliant to have around because he, he's 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 a, he's a proper unit and he's got some pace to him. So it's it's just it, I'm a very useful player. Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, do you know what? I've not actually a million miles before you've tried. No. So I've got Haggis in. For yeah. The, you know, Mr. Studenkin, for the same reasons, he's just phenomenal around the park, wise head. And you know exactly what you're getting. Um, hooker, I actually found the hardest position. Yeah, I agree. Um, because Rob Ancorn is phenomenal. Um, and, you know, he, he offers so much in the loose, very dynamic. Yeah. Uh, his darts are, are fantastic. You know, he, he's Mr. Man of the Match for a reason. However, if you want a nasty bastard who's just going to do their job and do their job perfectly week in, week out, game on game and game, and not give a second's complaint. Dan Walsh, 
Yeah, I, I thought I thought he was going to be your number nine. To be perfectly honest, mate. So, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I I have got Walsh in my team, just not not in the front row. I've gone for Rob Ancorn just because I think again the level he brought is just a cut above. And then my controversial pick, and it is a player who you'll know not sure as Will. Do you remember Aaron Marshall as Marshall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As, as... I remember coaching as, and he was unfit, but he got his head down and he worked and he worked and he worked. And I remember around Christmas, kind of January time, the guy was fitter than half the squad. I remember him doing like half a pitch breaks from the 22. Steve He's another one of those that, that's got speed that you just an acceleration you just don't oh, expect. Yeah. No, exactly. It, it was kind of like a naught to naught to you know naught to over ten meters. It's just like, wow. Um, but then, like I say, he'd it, steamroll people. He'd have all this pace, all this energy, and then he'd go into a scrum and he'd absolutely churn his player out. And if he didn't, he'd ask questions as to why. And he'd be speaking to his hooker, he'd be speaking to his opposite prop, he'd be speaking to his own prop. What am I doing? How can I improve? And you know what? He, he just, every game, week on week, he just impressed me, impressed me. Um, yeah. So I've gone for Adam Marshall. Um, second row, sir. You know, again, as I say, wow, what got to pick from? Who, who have you gone with? Uh, my first pick's Paul Wilcox. Um, I, I started playing for Starport around the same sort of time as Paul. And I've sort of progressed through the teams with him. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I've known him play back row as well, you know. But um, he he's... I mean, if you keep the bloke fit, I mean, he genuinely is. He's He's, he's a great ball carrier. Uh, he puts his tackles in and his hits in. And he's a great guy to have on the pitch on a on a on a Saturday. Um, it's just that he's made of bloody I don't know dowel pegs, isn't he? I mean, he just breaks every. <laughs> every I, I, I think a young fit Paul Wilcox would 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 be something else, but he's he's perpetually made of spare parts, isn't he? So I mean, I but it, you know you, you can't fault that, and, and like I said, I've played a lot of rugby with Paul, um, mm. and and for a long time, and it, there's very few lads I can actually say that's still down. And they Paul gets down there now, that's still mm. down, and that that I started with the club, and I think I worked out the other day, I think the club's fourteen, nearly fifteen years, so it's it sort of um, a lot of the lads that I started with, forwards, backs, all that, they've either just in the vets now, or they've just, 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 uh, you know, stopped playing altogether. So, yeah, yeah, uh, I'd pick Paul. Um, my second pick, and I'm going to put him behind the tight head as well, is Straub. Um, just, just because the bloke, I mean, um, I, I, I it's, it's, for any of the lads that don't know Straub, and there'll be a few that haven't ever met him. Um, I mean, he, he he he's volunteered so much time to the club. I mean, the guy used to go down and clean up the toilets and everything, on you know, and 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 he always gave up his time in that. But as a player, he he he's one of those. You know, when they speak, they never they they rarely speak, but when they do yeah. speak, it's worth, listen, it's, it's worth listening to. And he he, he even. Even Carl and I tried to get him to play 
and just carry on playing and carry on playing. And this is after he'd smashed his ankle and had it pinned and plated and all that. And um, I mean, he he just sort of he still was just a useful guy to have around and 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 you know just a, a proper workhorse, an absolute uh, work, an absolute unit as well. I mean, yeah. the guy absolutely. I mean, I, I think that's that's the one thing is that at our, I say I always say at our level, he is him and Paul are both big blokes. They're not yeah. they're not they're not guys that are just you know are just around every street corner sort of thing. Um, you, you know that engine room, that second row engine room. You, you cannot. I, I just don't think if you've got players that are good for that, you know. Then you, you're very blessed, really. We play some teams, and they're monsters, aren't they? You know what I mean. It's oh, just yeah. every single one of them. But yeah. um, I mean, both of them are what sort of six foot three, six foot four. It, 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 it's. I'm not saying I'm, I'm lifting him in the bloody line out. I have to say, <laughs> uh, gone of those days, you know. But uh, that's why we have Phil Maddox for now. That's what it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, my my moment is. Near enough the same um, in that I've gone um, Paul Wilcox, dad. Um, Again, just a colossal player. And I've always said it, and I've I've said it to anyone who's ever asked, he's the only player I've ever trained with or played with that I did not like training with. (laughs) He was a horrible person, nothing like that. It's just he, he was one of them, you know, to, to quote Haskell, he had no no off switch. It was yeah. just on or, on or off. There was no kind of compassion button. It was just he turned up his training, he turned on, he trained like it was a Saturday. It fucking hurt. You know, I remember trying to tackle him and I remember throwing everything I had at him. You know, I tried to absolutely bulldoze him and the guy just poleaxed me and kept going. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He, he was yeah. just an amazing guy. And then training would finish, and he'd be like, right, should we go for beer? But the noise is lovely. <laughs> and I was thinking, mate, you've just churned out half your own squad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what a guy to have on your side. Um, and then for my second, second row, I really, really struggled, actually, because you've got Fatboy, who wasn't the biggest, but actually developed his game so much and became such a good player. You've got Straw, who was an absolute mutant. You've got... <laughs> who only lasted more than 10 minutes well what a 10 minutes yeah. um, but I've actually gone for Phil um, now I know he's a twiglet and I know that the slightest tackle and he becomes the human pretzel um, but he just doesn't offer anything less than 100% you know yeah. throw his body into any tackle it will carry as hard as he can and his line out play I mean, mate, you'll be hard-pressed to go up and down the leagues. I'd say good, probably two leagues to find a better line jumper than Phil. Yeah. It helps you weigh a bag of sugar. Yeah, it does. Do you know what I mean? He knows where to position himself. He's got good leap on him. He's fantastic in the air. And he can just read the line out so well. Um, I like to say, you know, he's a pain in the arse, but he's a bloody (laughs) guy. Yeah. Um, okay. Now back row, mate. I mean, again, your your options. Are I, uh, uh, options. Yeah, I mean, 
six, I've gone for Walshy. Um, I mean, it's 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 not a position he's unfamiliar to. Uh, mm-hmm. Unfamiliar to him at all, really. Uh, okay, we've we've played him in in the front row for a long time because of his his his, his technique and. But when he plays six, I mean, it, I, I was speaking to Stu about it the other day, actually, and it, it, it's something that, that happens quite quite frequently. The front row, unless you're Rob Arincourt, and they never get man of the match. Um, and six, you know, I, I, I've never known Walsh you get man of the match. Right? And um, he just, he's relentlessly hardworking. And it's unseen. I mean, if you're hitting rook after rook after rook, it's exhausting, you know. And and he doesn't shy away from physical confrontation. I mean, like the rest of us. Don't be wrong. You get some quick sidestepping young lad. He's gonna he's gonna get past us. But what Walshy is the the perfect sort of sort of six for me. It's sort of he he is just it's unsung work and it's constant and you know. Uh, it's unforgiving, really. And he never gets, like I said, never, for all the work he does, all the work Stu does, all the work, you know, I mean, well, Rob Ancorn gets a digger. We'll we'll, we'll say digger does some work. But, um, uh, you know, for for, for all it is, they, 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 it's a thankless task and it, it mm-hmm. makes the team it makes the team just sort of it's the rhythm to the team it gives us everything else you know it's it's, it's and uh, so Walshy at six for me um, just because it it frees him up he's not having to push so much in the scrum and he's more he's more sort of combative than anything in the rooks seven mm-hmm. I've gone for fat boy um it's a position we, we played him in uh, for a long time and he was our, our one true sort of seven. And uh, I, I never think he got enough enough credit for how good his, 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 his defence was. Um, but he was he was a fabulous link player. Um, I agree, I agree. And 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 um and he, he was he was incredibly conditioned because he was a personal trainer and stuff like that. He was incredibly conditioned. But he, he just I, I mean I, I always remember we were um we played Wally. Wally had just been relegated. They were they were sort of steamrolling everybody and we went up there and we were just switched on and we, we, we were gonna have a go at them. They were a big pack pack of forwards. And I always remember it because the um I think it'd been a scrub and the nine had gone back to the ten and, and Fat Boy had come off the back of the um back of the scrum and the ten was sort of just trying to, sort of, in desperation, kick the ball. And as he pulled his foot back to kick the ball, Fat Boy sort of tapped his foot, and the ball yeah. just bounced on the floor. And Johnners, Johnners went on and scored a try then. But um, it, it was like little things like that. He was always involved, and and I, I, like I said, I don't think his defence got enough credit really. But uh, yeah, um, number eight, I'm going to pick Joe Churchill. Joe, Joe again is is someone I've played with for a long time. I, it's hard with Joe. I I, I thought I think he's he's probably one of our more utility forwards that can just you say where he needs to go, he's going to go there and he's going to give you his all. Yeah, fa- fantastic back row there. Um, now I'll be honest with you, I, I've gone incredibly egotistical and vain with my back. But, but, but there is a reason why. There is a reason why. I've gone for our back row 
which was myself, you, and um, Joe. Yeah. Uh, again, I know that's incredibly egotistical and, and, and arrogant. <laughs> proper vein. But reason being, I would genuinely put money on it, you know, that you're not going to get a back row that would be our back row. You know what I mean? We, we, we just, we complemented each other's game perfectly, you know, in that uh, I knew, I knew if I carried, you know, you'd ruck over. You knew if you carried, Joe would ruck over. Do you know what I mean? It was just every, we knew where each other was going to be. We knew that we had each other's back. And I just think for a good kind of two season period there, we just absolutely hammered teams. You know, we, we were taking crash balls off of Kylie. We were taking crashes off the back of scrums. We were just absolutely walloping teams. And, you know, and we didn't, granted, we didn't win every game, but teams knew they had a battle. And like I said, I know it comes across egotistical and, and vain and all that. But I think if you look at the sum of the parts, I, I don't, I hand on heart, genuinely don't believe that you could pick a better back row than that that would beat our back row. I think we'd mix it with any other back row you could pick. Yeah. Um, oh. I, I don't get me wrong. I mean, there's honourable honourable mentions. I mean, like Rokil, fantastic in the attack defensively. You know, he's openly admitted he avoided rucks like the plague. Um, you know, you've got um, Zach, who I know is coming in a lot into the back row and doing great things. I, I mean, know. yeah, I, I really rate Zach. Um, but uh, I just I haven't played enough rugby with him. Um, mm. uh, admittedly, I, I, I've purposefully gone for lads that I played with for a long time, and uh, yeah. road, road, roadkill was certainly a consideration. Because I mean, like for a long time, you know, we we played in the same team, um, but he sort of when when he when he did move on to um, to Kiddy, I still carried on playing with the likes of Fat Boy and all that, and I. I've sort of gone for a bit of that, really, that sort of consistency, even though Fat Boy's been gone for years now. No, no, no. You, you, you know, like I say, I, I could have picked a probably, I I could have picked better players than us without trying, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, but as I say, the sum of the parts, I just, I just, I don't know. I just don't think you'd beat that combo of the three no. of us. I, I think we were different gravy, mate. That's the way yeah. I put it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Who's your nine and ten then, bud? Who who would be your outside halves? Well, Rory at nine. Um yep. just just because he's an absolute bastard. Um <laughs> but it fair he, fair comment. He, uh, uh but he, he was <sighs> when he wasn't kicking the ball <laughs> which was, which was he, he's got he, he's got a fabulous pass on him he's got mm-hmm. a really good um i mean he's he's fucking broken now but i mean he's got a fabulous turn of pace and uh and he's vocal as well no matter what you no matter what what game you're playing in i i, I mean he he always speaks and he he, he always sort of bossed it but i i think for I mean, for your time as well, really. For, for, for as long as we've been at the club, he's effectively been nine, isn't he? I mean, there's, there's. Uh, yeah, I've only ever had him, John, as an Owain. They're the only nines I've experienced. I've had. I mean, obviously, I had him, Griff, um, uh, Stu, um, Stu Bromwell, um, mm-hmm. 
I mean, Ollie's in there now and all that, but generally, consistently, we've had John as, and his brother Jake as well, who played nine as well yeah. for us. Um, and I know. Uh, yeah, they've they've always been our scrum halves, but Rory, I think, has been was the first team scrum half for for a decade at least, wasn't he? Really, mm. I mean, but um, fly half then, um, and I know he loathed the position. I mean, truly hated it. But I would pick Jonas um, just because he was. If if the pack was on the front foot, he was a, an absolute weapon, really. I mean, and yeah. he, he had he had all the ability in the world, uh, a lot of pace, and an incredibly for his size. I mean, he punched well above his weight in defence, an incredibly brave oh, tackler, sort of thing. So, but he yeah. he had a great boot on him. And uh, was just just a good player, really, an all round. I mean, anybody who's ever been sidestepped by the the bastards, you know. <laughs> yeah, I've been there. Um, mate, do you know what? For the first time, we've agreed on both. Um, <laughs> Rory is my nine, as you say. When he's not kicking and scrapping and, and winds up the ref, he's just a phenomenal nine. There's everything you know, everything you want from a nine. He does, and he does to a high level. Um, I, I must admit, I was torn between Jonas and Coyley at 10. Yeah, I was um, the same. I was the same. Coyley, when he wanted to play, was absolutely fantastic going forward from 10. But he also had that element where if he wasn't particularly up for it on a game, you knew full well you was taking crash ball after crash ball after crash ball, which isn't necessarily a problem, but he'd delay right up to the point where you get a pass as five blokes pole <laughs> and then as they pole at you you just hear him giggling um, and for that reason alone he's an ass. so Jonas is going in yeah. uh, but no Jonas was as you say going forward time space as much kind of decision making time as he wanted he was just he was unplayable teams just couldn't play him. and as you say even when he was under the cosh he just sidestepped someone little like a little whip it and off he'd go uh-huh. and he, he 10, 20 metres, and you'd think, bloody hell, how's he done that? So, um, centres, mate. I mean, I know mine are exceptionally controversial, but uh, <laughs> where, where have you gone with yours? Uh, for 12, I've gone for Kilner. Um, I mean, I, I played I played with Kilner for a long time. I played with him when I was a flyer, and he was, he was 12, 12 to me. But uh, Kilner... Kilner is um, he hasn't got he ain't got the hamstrings for rugby, but um, when he was when he's fit, it was he's so bloody aggressive in defence oh, yeah. and attack, and he will and he's vocal and he he, he will um, really really sort of throw his weight around and um, but not only that, despite you know some of his attempted all-black shit. I mean, his hands are great and his passing's great. I mean, don't always come off with him, <laughs> I have to say. But it, he he was just sort of... As a 12, he was somebody who was prepared to, to, to run into a brick wall. But he also was like an extra back row on the pitch. Uh, I mean, he actually played back row. I remember, I think it was at Canuck, he played back row. He played seven. But um, for the maybe the one game, maybe... Maybe a couple of the games he played as well, but he um, he he was just sort of 
for 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 a um for an inside centre, he's exactly what you want. You know, somebody who's robust will, will carry mm-hmm. the ball, but also has some playmaking ability as well. Mm-hmm. Um, for thirteen, I've gone for Luke. Um, so Luke, obviously, I just I think it's since he turned eighteen, really. Griff had him at the club, and um, he's always been exceptionally quick, which is one thing, but. He is exceptionally brave. I mean, his tackling and the way... I mean, speed helps with that because you get yourself into position, but he has always been exceptionally brave and he's never shied away from anything. Um, And even as a kid, you know, I mean, some of the tackles he makes, I think we've got a video of us playing playing Tembury. And um, I mean... There's a tackle he puts in on it, and you hear it on the video from the sideline. But it, 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 but he's 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 always been a great ball catcher. He's again got great hands. Um, he's bloody bone idle. And I, my one criticism <laughs> is, is that he, he gets to training and all that. But he, you know, but he's he's always been just 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 a wonderfully naturally gifted player. And 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 you sort of. You can't argue with that, I don't think, really. No, no. Um, mate, to be fair, again, two fantastic selections. Um, for me, it was down to three guys. And actually, I'd say all three are probably a bit controversial and selections people probably wouldn't have picked. Um, but my first one, and he's easily the most consistent player I have ever had the privilege to coach slash play with. Um, Craig Bayless. Oh, Baylo, yeah. You know, he wasn't a a, a game changer. He was never like a superstar. But that guy gave you eight out of ten every single game. And you know what? In one way or another, he impacted the game. He might be a little break. He might be a little pass. Um, And I remember, I can't think who the hell we were playing. I want to say it was Wheaton Aston. And the guy, genuinely, he made that many breaks, that many um, half yards and everything else. And he, how he didn't score that game, I felt so sorry for him. And then the one time he did score, the ref disallowed it for something that happened. <laughs> and honestly, it was just such a consistent player. You knew everything he was getting from the guy. And he, he was a great all-rounder as well. Um my second one, I was really, really torn between two players. Um, Toby. Now, no, well, Toby Lee was actually almost because he was a brilliant oh. uh, But no, um, Connor, Carl's lad, Connor Hayward. Yeah. When he concentrates, when he's confident, and when he's actually fit, he's a fucking good centre. Really, it's, it's, it's a good job you picked up on all those qualities that he doesn't have. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's such a good sector, but the problem is he just he just lacks confidence. Um, well, which... and, and plus he 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 always ends up. I I don't know what it is. I I, went, I remember when he broke his jaw at um against Kings Norton. It was. And <laughs> Carl came on the pitch and we're like, you're fine? And I was like, you're fine, mate. You're talking. He goes, he goes, my jaw hurts. My jaw hurts. And, and Carl just said to him, he goes, you're talking to me. There's nothing wrong with you. Um, after spending hours then in, <laughs> in A&E waiting for an X-ray, 
he had to have his jaw pinned and plated. <laughs> and our expert opinion, but he, he's always been one of those um, that he, he plays one game and you guarantee yeah. he's going to break something, and then that sets him back about about ten years. Then, but <laughs> well, that that you know, these are all valid reasons, which is why he just doesn't quite make it. And my second centre, again, a guy who you'll know and others may not. Yeah. Ash Goff. Ash Goff. Yeah, yeah. Now, honestly, say he is the best player I have ever coached around his age. No matter oh. what level I coached at, he was fantastic. You've made me think now because Ash obviously played nine for us for a while, and we had um, oh, I can't George. Um, I don't know if it's George now. He, he rode scramblers, and he was George Pope. George Pope was a, was a fantastic player as well, and uh, Ash Ash was a great player. And uh, Ash was amazing. He uh, had all you wanted. He had it to such a high level. He he had the the you know not to talk him up. But he had the physique for it. He had power. He had speed. He could kick it as far as he wanted. His distribution was always on point. The guy was absolutely amazing, um, and it's just unfortunate that what he hit nineteen twenty, and unfortunately was just more into his um, well, got, got, his, his bikes than he was the rugby. Really, got, I mean, Goffey moved to um, Australia, and um, I'm not sure if Ash, Ash, and his mum and that joined him at some point. Um, I think he, I think he went back and forth for a bit, but I don't know if he went oh, over there full time. I think. I think last time I saw him, I think he's still riding his riding the bikes and stuff like that, and he's, yeah. he's still back in big into that. But yeah, but mate, what a player! Just amazing. Yeah. best player of his age that I've coached. Yeah, um, back three, mate. Round us off. Who's new? Um, okay. For for definite, my fullback is Ad Whiten. Um, again, I played played for a long time with Ad. Um. I've never known a guy. I mean, his his ball carrying. He always he always sort of like broke tackle after tackle. Eventually, they'd end up with about four or five blokes on him. They'd hold him up, sort of thing. But he <laughs> yeah, he time. was just he was just a fantastic, you know, um, fantastic player at fullback, massively consistent, and and he had sort of immense power and and pace. Uh, and you were confident with him at fullback. I, I do remember. I do remember at Hanbury, and um, they were a bit of a whipping boy sort of team. Uh, they dropped out of the league. Uh, it was my only try that season. The bastards dropped out of the league, um, and uh, he kicked the ball. We were in our twenty-two, and he kicked it, and it went from one side of the twenty-two to the other, and out on the other side. But uh, you know, but generally, he was just that sort of player. He was so reliable. Well, he's still alive, of course, but he is so reliable <laughs> and stuff. Such, such, yeah, such yeah. a great player. I'm going to say for the one wing, I'm going to put Kylie there. Yeah. Um, is unbelievable pace, which was 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 and 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 for how absolutely unfit he was, wing was the safest place for him. Um. <laughs> The other wing I've I've struggled with. Um, I don't know why. I I I struggle to think of wingers because they're just. I mean, it's 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 a nonsense position, isn't it? Wing. I mean, they they just they finish off all your hard work and take all the credit. 
I had uh, too many back three. I had four guys. You had four. I had I'm going to put. I, I, I was struggling. Uh, guy I'm going to put there because when he when he when he wants to, when he really wants to be switched on, and he's he's fucking aggressive. Is Jack Ward? I think. Um, he he is he's sort of guy that um, you know can just turn a rock around and stuff like that. But he's also physically imposing. Um, but see, he's. His temperament it's a thing he needs to work on. He gets too 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 wound up and too bought into everything. You know, he could just let something go. Otherwise, he's swinging punches at somebody. You know what I mean? But it, it, yeah. it's 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 his, it's his mindset there. You know, just just let it go. Just get on with it. And sometimes that can take him out of the game and take his his. You know, all he wants to do is kill somebody on the other bloody team um, yeah. because they they they've done what. They've maybe booked him off the ball or something, but you know. Uh, but when his mind's in it and he's in, and he's in it, he, he scores tries for fun, um, and he's hard to tackle, hard to bring down, sort of thing. So um, I'd probably pick Jack, really. Nice, nice. Um, as I say, mate, my back three, I had four guys for three slots. It, it wasn't easy. Um, but my first winger, again, a blast in the past, and a guy who you'll know. Ian Johnston. Yeah, um, JJ, yeah. You know, about four foot two, but equally the most aggressive guy I think I've ever met. Uh. An absolute speed merchant. Um, and I remember actually for a little while, I don't know if you remember, we played him on the flank. And the guy yeah. was amazing. Because he's, he's, he's so quick, he's got off the drum quicker than any other player. Uh. And he can hit like a train. Um, so yeah, actually, brilliant player, Ian. Really, really, really good player. Um, my other winger, uh, I've gone for Jay, Jay Edwards. Um, just because a lot like Jack, really, when, when he's focused and he's switched on and, he, and he's fit, big, he's a big aggressive guy, yeah. yeah, yeah, absolute wrecking ball. Um, and again, another player that for his size is deceptively quite quick. Um, but yeah, absolute wrecking ball of a man. Um, and then 15, I was really torn between Kylie and Ad. Um, Kylie, as you know, for the fact that I mean, he always says he can't kick, but his kicking actually out of hand was quite good. Uh, his, his speed was good, his sidestep was good. Um, but the problem is, you just never knew what you was going to get from Kylie, <laughs> and I don't think he really knew what he was going to do either. Um, but then on the flip side, my other choice, as you've mentioned, was Ad Whiten, who defensively you relied on. On the attacking side of things, you knew he was going to beat four or five blokes and then have them all hanging off of him. Um, but equally, I mean, brings its own, it brings its own negative that the guy never, ever kicked and only yeah. ran. Um, and when he did kick, it was always a hash job. Um, so then you don't know whether he's going to beat the blokes and get to the halfway and we build from there. Or whether he's going to get held up somewhere, and then we're kind of recovering from that. You never knew what you were going to get. Both. I mean, Ad was actually an exceptional number eight. Um, oh, it was really good. Yeah, and and I mean, when when I, I think Carl's logic with that was that he he is such a, a great ball carrier. Um, maybe goes too far before hitting the floor, sort of thing. But oh, hundred percent, thousand percent. Yeah, it, it was just, it's, um, I mean, I, I just, 
I, I think there was games where he absolutely bailed us out just from his... Even if he got held up, he always got held up after a man or two and it was sort of, oh, we've got a scrum inch now. And mm. our scrum, I can guarantee for the size of our pack, 90% of the time, we're winning that scrum, you know. It's, 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 uh, I mean, I say we're winning that scrum. I mean, obviously, we lose games. Otherwise, we'd win every game <laughs> on that sort of scrum. But, um, but uh, I absolutely 100% believe in our front row and us, you know, every time sort of thing. So, yeah. um, well, I mean, I, I've gone Ad Whiten just because. As much as the non-kicking aspect was frustrating as hell, you kind of knew what you were getting nine times out of ten. As well with Kylie, never, and not even one percent did you know what you was getting, because I genuinely, hand on heart, think Kylie made it up as he went along, and that he could get the ball, stand there for a good couple of seconds, and even he still wouldn't know whether he was going to kick, run, or do what. And then we'll just come alive. But trying to support that was impossible because you didn't know what you were doing. Um, so to round us off, Bud, give us your one to fifteen. Just a quick run through of the names. Oh, jeez, I've got to remember more now. And I, um, uh, what uh, it was: Haggis, uh, Rob Ancorn, Digger, Paul Wilcox, Straub, Walshy, Fat Boy. Joe Churchill, Rory, um, Johnson. Then it on at number eleven, it was Kylie. Twelve Kilner, thirteen Luke Hannaford, fourteen was Jack Ward, and then full back is Ad Whiten. Fifteen. There we are, and my one to fifteen was Ad Marshall, Rob Ancorn, Haggis. Uh, Phil Maddox, Paul Wilcox, back row of Joe Churchill, Steve Callahan, myself, uh, Rory, Johnners, uh, centres of Ash Goff and Craig Bailey, and then a back three of Ian Johnston, Jay Edwards, and Ed Whiten. Um, so, of all those listening, you can kind of decide as to which you think would win, what team you think would triumphant on the day. I mean, I'm putting a sizable amount of money on my side. Because let's face it, they beat your side. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, that rounds us off brilliantly this week, mate. Um, and I really appreciate you coming on and, and, and going through that with us. Um, it, any it, 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 it's a good topic. It was a good topic. I mean, I, I don't know. It's sort of we, we've both been around the club for long enough, and I, I was kind of more conscious that I'd miss people out or upset people and it's like daft oh, yeah. everyone wants to, everyone wants to be part of this like this 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 uh <laughs> Starport 15 now I say it no one wants to be part of it but uh, <laughs> but um you know it, it, it it's something that's quite um uh it's quite interesting because when you started bringing up like people like Ash Ash Goff and I started remembering people like George Pope and people like that and I, and I remember how many people I've played rugby with and, and you sort of like, and it was well, funny really. Um, uh, Zach, uh, Zach Smith was at, um, training on Saturday and, um, and he brought up Will Goff. I don't know if you remember Will Goff at all, ginger lad. No. And, uh, <laughs> we, 
he used to get like cramps in his quads, so we called he used to call him Quadimodo or Quasimodo yeah. and uh, Quadzilla, right? And and I just things like that. You remember how many people have actually been through the club? And when we were talking about it, I remember people like um, Boomerang and uh, Rich Brace and Ben Brace, and he said like yeah. Bushy and and um. I mean, guys that are still around, like Paddy and stuff like that. It's 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 mm-hmm. you st- you start realizing there's a lot of players, a lot of people that have played rugby for Stourport. Well, mate, we we both joked earlier, Toby Lee. I mean, yeah, yeah. When, I, when I coached him, he was what 36, 37. Yeah. And generally, when his hamstring actually didn't go for five minutes, he'd be one of the yeah. best players on the field. Yeah, great. But it's just phenomenal. Like you know, like we said, you could go through every single position. And you could probably list ten or twelve names well, all in you their said, own rights would start week in week out. But when you said Balo, when when I first started, I played a lot of rugby with Craig because I was on the outside centre because of my 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 um, unbelievable pace, and um, <laughs> and uh, and Craig was just he, I mean. Like playing with him, he was always solid, and he he always spoke and, and helped you out. And and amazing, yeah, yeah, uh, and, and 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 things like that. You, you I start thinking, oh, maybe I could have thrown him in there, but no, I think I think I've made the right decisions. I'm going to have upset somebody somewhere. <laughs> well, there we are. as I say, we'll, we'll let the the listeners decide who will win. Um, and as I say, we, we are we are we going to do a Facebook poll? Are we? We, I think we will. I think we'll have a Facebook poll to go alongside us. Yeah. Um, thanks very much for coming on, mate. Really, no, really no appreciate problem, mate. chat and uh, hope to see you soon for a beer, though. Yeah, yeah. Be nice to see you face, you know, face to face, wouldn't it? You know, we've done. We, what's this? Our fourth or fifth podcast. We had the um, we had the uh, the notorious um, one where the three captains, all oh, three former captains, were joined in. And nothing was recorded because of Joe Churchill's shit internet. Um, yeah. And then, obviously, I think you've heard me piss a couple of times now. So we're getting yeah. quite we're getting quite intimate. So, um, <laughs> but it'd be nice to actually get back down the club and have a proper bloody beer, wouldn't it? You know, I oh, would. It would. I'll count it down the days. Yeah. The days. But right, buddy. Take care, oh. and I shall speak to you soon. All right, you too, mate. You too. Cheers, buddy. Good to speak, Bye. mate. See you, mate. Thank mm-hmm. you.